Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 6, Episode 8, titled Snatch Game of Love. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two effervescent co-hosts. First, from... (laughs) I'm already laughing at these clips. First, from... (laughs) From Bloody Podcast, please say... Let's welcome Fortune Thiefster! (laughs) To Lord... <laughs> to, to Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. Hello, how are you? I'm doing very, very well. And for his last time on the show, because she's getting married next week, please say, like, I want to get married to Adam. <laughs> Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. Uh, How are you? Hi, Joe. What a great finale this will be. And last time I probably even look at your gorgeous face. I know. Well, now even your green is the last time. Oh, I didn't even. Re- I We've been talking about this whole time and I didn't even realize this is Adam's last show. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. Across the mm-hmm. network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No more. We're never going to see you again. So let's make it count. Oh, I thought you were doing the, you know, Raja's. Lori, what are you doing? I'm putting my handkerchief in my back pocket. <laughs> Salandra! <laughs> That's a relief. <laughs> Wait, are you repeatedly putting the handkerchief in your back pocket? Like, in and out? I had to cram it in there because I'm sitting down. <laughs> we understand. I want everyone to know that. Where's it? I'm just talking, and I see Lori grab something. Now she just took it from her mouth. <laughs> Dumb. She, I have a really weird taste in my mouth, so I keep chewing Well, yeah, because you're, you're scratching your ass with a handkerchief every fucking five <laughs> I'm not seconds. scratching my ass. It's in my ear. I'll stand up so you can see. Oh, goody. Yeah. Oh, oh proof. Wow, that's the most lesbian thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And you know, that pro- that means she likes anal or whatever the code is, <laughs> yeah, the hanky yeah, code. Yeah, that, that means yes. she, I think purple, they like to have their tits tied. Well, Star's yeah. coming over Star's coming over later, so I gotta, I gotta she needs let her to know. know. She needs yeah. to know. Is Star really coming over later? Yeah, she's uh, she she's on her way now. She gets how off work you, at six. You know, because you live with your aunt. How mm-hmm. do you muffle the the you know the, the moans of ecstasy? Well, I don't really talk all that much during sex. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I, that's something that I have to work on. But it's also because I've lived with my parents, and so that's been tough. Are but, your parents uh, quiet? I have never walked in on my parents having sex. I've no, walked but, in on yeah, go ahead on my dad masturbating several times, but I've never walked several. in several. Yeah, I mean, once will do, but like several. seven times. What? Yeah. Yo, y'all have any locks on the doors? No, it's just like I'll come over and I'll like so now I I liter now I literally when I come in the house and he's I know he's there by himself. I'll ring the doorbell, I'll unlock the door, and I'll open the door, but I won't walk in, and I'll, like, stand there for, like, 30 seconds. Why are you trying to I'll give him time in. to get ready to pull his dick out? And <laughs> no, I'm trying to get time for him to put his dick back in. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh. Wow. Stepdad, what are you doing? Stop. That's my real father, and that's gross. <laughs> this week, oh, wait, you know what? This is a perfect, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to edit this better later. Every time you say something ridiculous, Laura, I'm going to play that sound. <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
All right, this week the girls bring their best celebrity impressions to the Snatch Game of Love. On the main stage, the category is Pop Art. Ginger Min shows the other girls who's boss and wins this week's challenge. Meanwhile, Trinity K. Bonet and Pandora Box are in the bottom two. After a lip sync against Season 12's Heidi in Closet, Ginger wins the cash prize and the ability to send one of the girls home. After some kind words, Ginger revealed that the that the contestant she was sending home was Pandora Box. And with that, Pandora became the eighth girl to leave the competition and join the mysterious game within the game. Ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with our buddy from show business, the last time he's ever on the show. Woo, this is it. Okay. Mr. Adams. <clears throat> Thank you for calling on me. The first thing I liked, okay... It's been getting a little better lately, but Snatch Game proper it has just been rough. Seasons 10 comes to mind. Um, and I was really calling for them to switch it up. And so in All-Stars, I mean, obviously this isn't new, but they have been switching it up with Snatch Game of Love. And I just want to give props to them for that, to keeping it as fresh as they possibly can. It also allows each contestant to have more time for better or worse. I like it. Number two, I loved seeing Ginger and Kylie sort of volley back and forth like two improv stars, but also was jaw drop shocked. I mean, of course I knew Ginger could do it and I'd imagine I could think Kylie can sneak in a, a joke here or there, but she was, it was true improv volleying back and forth. And I was like, damn girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked both of those things. What I didn't like, or perhaps what I didn't understand was the, and I put this in quotes, joke of Cheyenne and Fortune at the end, like being in love. It was like, what are we doing? Like, the, uh, they can't even actually touch because of COVID. Let's just cut this joke and, and get to the girls. I don't disagree with any of those things. Lori, what about you? Why don't you weigh in? Uh, yeah, I actually was, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I liked this um, Snatch Game. I really, I mean, honestly, if you had told me going into this, do you think that Kylie Sonic Love would, was going to come out with, in my opinion, um, one of you know, arguably you could say she could have won that that epi- that uh, snatch game. True, I would have said <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Sure, she's hot, but no. <laughs> but uh, she did so well, and sh- her, yeah, her and Ginger falling back and forth. I mean, it was great. Um, I will say that I. I, I, it wasn't that I didn't like the, the joke. I got the joke of them at the end. I thought it sort of was not, I agree with you guys that it wasn't like, I didn't think it was the best thing to do because I felt like we were trying, we were trying to basically, my understanding was the two people who won both snatch games or were, were picked would be the front runners. So then when they didn't pick, anybody from the last one i was like well does that mean everybody's in the bot like it just sort of it made me it was a little confusing Mm -hmm. um and then and then i felt like that's why nobody was sort of paying attention to what they were doing because they were just sort of thinking it as in terms of like what does this mean for judging yeah um but i don't know i just felt like both Cheyenne Jackson and Fortune Feimster were just sort of duds. Yeah. I didn't really feel like they were funny. Yeah, well, that was the thing you didn't like. All right, very good. Um, You know, my I'm going to keep it short and simple because they're very similar to your guys. One, Ginger's Dolly Parton. Nope, Ginger's uh, so Phyllis Diller. Ginger's Phyllis Diller. And Kylie's Dolly Parton. Those are the two things I like. The thing I didn't yeah. like 
And I've been screaming about this to anybody who'll listen. That's why I <laughs> talked to Jay. I called Taylor to talk to him about this. <laughs> and they won't listen, so you kept trying. I'm, I got to do a show right now. Yeah. Okay. By the numbers, I understand why Pandora was eliminated. Totally get it. It's not like I think, oh my god, it's so unfair. Yeah. What an idiot this ginger is. And I, the cast voted unanimously for Pandora, too. Trinity did legitimately awful. It could have been booted, and it wouldn't have been unfair. Yeah. Right? And she's your biggest competition. Why aren't yes. you using this opportunity to knock your biggest competition out of the game? Stop playing the social media game. That's true. Thank you. I think that's the main problem, though. I mean, it, look, if we were going to argue, um, you know, if we were going to argue the politics of this game, I think, unfortunately, a lot of the queens are fall victim to playing the, the social media part because, you know, she could have done that. But then maybe, you know, Trinity would have called her out and then that would have caused a huge thing. And then that could have caused her to lose fans or how would Trinity have called her know, out? She's gone on te- on Twitter. Oh, and TikTok. And TikTok. All yeah. The, yeah. All the social media. Well, also, well, maybe you want me to save this to later, but Trin, uh, it's about Trinity's reaction to being in the bottom. Should I wait? Yeah, let's wait. But write down, because then you, this happens to me all the time. This is actually why I have, to have a page of notes, is because often um, I go, oh, that's right. Later on, I'm listening, I go, I wanted to say this. So I have to make a whole page by chapter. Oh, it's written. Yeah. Uh, but let's actually jump into the show. Uh, after Jan's elimination, Trinity walks triumphantly into the workroom where she claims her title as the front runner. Next, the contestants discuss a tied vote. Ginger and Eureka explain to Pandora why they voted for her, and Pandora seems a little dubious but vows to bring it on the next challenge. Lori, let's start with you. After the elimination, were there any big thoughts? Like, do you think that Pandora was owed an explanation? What were your big thoughts about everything that happened after the elimination? I mean, after Jan's elimination. So I, I love. I thought that Pandora's response to them explaining why. I mean, they were coming at it from a very, you know, I think logical place. She, I feel like her track record was not as good as Jan's track record. But you know, that's their opinion. That's how they chose to judge. And so I felt like Pandora being like, "Well, I don't understand it." And I, it's like you can understand it. You can be upset that you're in this position. But you put yourself in this position by being in the bottom. Yeah. True. No, it's 100% true. I mean, again, I like I was talking about earlier, I think, I mean, it wasn't wrong for Pandora to go home. I and mean, she's legitimately been failing late, lately. But And it was her time to go. But, I mean, this is a great opportunity. Salandra, what about you? Any big thoughts that you have? No, I think that um, Pandora is getting a, just a little bit Eeyore-ish. Yeah. In my opinion. And, and like... I under it's it's a fine line that you want to uh, win, obviously, or you want to. Um, well, I really lost, I fully lost my train of thought, and I was going to try and keep just chugging through. But why don't we do this? The- why don't I tell mine, and then you try? You can just try and get where you were. Thank you, thank you. So, okay, one of the things is, and I, I, I there was something about Trinity that I. This has been going on for a few episodes, and I I couldn't put my quite put my finger on it, and I, I got it this week. 
about her confessionals. Because this is, Trinity has given me something I've never had before with another contestant. Usually I hate a contestant across the board or <laughs> I like a contestant across the board. I've never had someone where I think she's so fucking fierce on the runway, but off when she's not in the competition, I think she's one of the most annoying fucking people on the planet, <laughs> right? And yes. Trinity's doing that for me. Where like she, like her look this week, Chef's Kiss, right? But in the confessional, she just bucks a living fucking shit out of me. And I think what one of the things is is that she's. It, I feel like Trinity. It has to do with the name. Trinity Tuck did this. I think when she was an All Stars, where they've fallen in love with this being turned into a meme so they're trying to artificially create memes in the confessionals oh because that's the only thing that explains this trinity constantly looking around constantly with like the weird like are you for real like i think she's trying to create memes that people will be that will people will use She's trying to like uh, commoditize herself so that it, it helps her brand after the show, and people will push her memes forward. Lori just raised her hand. Yes, Lori, we're taking questions. Go ahead. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be polite, and not yeah. interrupt. Um, I I feel like she sort of told us why her confessionals are so weird. Is that she's not good at improv. Oh, you know, she's great at fashion. She's great at she she we've seen her do really well in in written comedies. Mm-hmm. But she's not great at improv and what are what are the confessionals but her you know, improvising her answer. Is mm-hmm. she's making up her answer on the spot and so she's not good at that. So of course they're coming off awkward and weird. I feel like when she said that this episode that clicked with me and I was like, "Oh, that's why her confessionals are so weird." Okay, I'll go with that. I'll go with it. Now, Salandra, did you regain your? I'm not done, but did you regain your thoughts? We can go back to you. Honestly, and this is going to sound like I'm making fun, but I was so enraptured by your words that I forgot to even think about what I was going to say. <laughs> okay, and that's well, the truth. <laughs> well, look, here's the deal. We ha- well, I'll go back to what I was saying, but um, later on, at any point, especially at the end, when I say, "Are any final thoughts?" Maybe you might remember. Thank um, you. Yeah. Uh, now, listen. There was something else that really annoyed me about Trinity in this act. Which is, I want to restate that there's been something, and you can say this is a good thing or a bad thing, I'm not making any arguments about the, th- this fact, but up until yeah. Trinity won for the second time, every week a different person won. There was nobody who had won more than once up until last week. Right. And this Trinity walks into the workroom like she is Shea Coulee. You know, and she's won like ever, or she's um, Bendel Creme or something like that, who's just so far ahead of the pack right out of the gate, you know? Like, she's like, there's this regality about her, like, like, dun, dun, like the Olympic theme is playing when she yes. walks in. And I'm like, this is episode eight and you've won two challenges. I could see being like that if it's episode five and you've won three of the five. But it's episode eight, and you've won your second one. You're not light light years ahead of the pack here. But in her defense, all the gals said last week, whoever wins this next one is in the lead. So it was sort of agreed upon within their fishbowl. I see that, but she started that conversation. Well, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then then, – But also I feel like she has been in the bottom. Like Eureka. 
Like one of the things that I think is so weird is we keep looking at the queens that have been in the top as yeah. like this arbiter of that you're in the lead. Mm-hmm. But look at Eureka. Eureka, I mean, has Eureka been in the bottom at all? No. Not yet. No. It, but I mean, she hasn't won, but she hasn't been in the bottom. So I would take, I would take, I would say like, I think it's when you're in the competition and you're, you're, again, you're trying to figure out what the judging is. You're going, okay, I guess we're judging by who's, who's been in the, who's in the, who's won challenges. And yeah. I've won two, but she's been in the bottom but a lot too. What's funny is if you were to ask Trinity at this point in the filming of the episode, she would say now that she and Ginger are tied, but you're right. Cause Ginger's technically been in the bottom, but not really. She was in that one where everybody on the team was in the bottom. You know, but they never even considered yeah. her. But she's won twice. I would say she's never been in the bottom, but whatever. And she won the reading challenge. I would say Ginger right now is the front runner. Shock. Salandra, you want to say something? No, I, that was a agree oh. with you. And yeah. so w- w- the point I was getting at was in the in this act, Trinity tells Pandora. So like everyone's telling Pandora this, you know, we'll get to Ginger and Eureka in a second. But they're talking to Pandora about why they voted for her, whatever. And then Trinity uh, is talking to Pandora, and she says to her, now look, this is what I want to see from you. And I'm like, you're not RuPaul? What are you, why are you, you won two challenges. Why are you acting like you are all of a sudden, it's Trinity's drag race. Well, she's very, um, I can't think of a better word, but inspir- like she's trying to inspire, and, boo, boo, boo. and sometimes it's nice, and I feel it's genuine, like yeah. with um, when she told Jan, you stay 110%. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. And sometimes it's like, okay, this is a lot. No one asked for this. She's, Keep your yeah, she, yourself. she's trying to be like a motivational leader. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that everybody's just sort of like, we're all in, we're all basically neck and neck. Yeah. Like it's right. not, it's basically like, it, it's basically like if you got like a group of like, you know, chubby first graders and like you had them race. I don't know why I'm doing using this as an analogy, mm-hmm. but you had them run a mile and they were all like running the same. But the kid who sweat the least was like, come on guys, let's put our work. Let's put our backs into it. We can do this. Yeah. I believe in us. And it's like, Oh, you know, who the what? Hell are you, when you say it that way, that, that drives me wild when that's happening in real life. So maybe I would be annoyed at Trinity there being like, okay, girl, sit down. And don't think Ginger's getting off the hook. <laughs> oh, this Ginger with her goddamn voting well, and the way that I the, this entire season I've just been like, you're not you're not choosing who dies. Like, well, calm it down. But not only that is if you're Ginger's friend, there is a target on your back. Literally. Like Oh, she does not give a shit. Yeah, every single time. This person's my friend in real life, but and you're so like, I had to give him the boot. <laughs> The only time that worked was with Jan, and it's because she didn't like Jan. Like, let's be honest. She yeah. didn't want Jan around, so she voted Jan out. Yeah. Like, that was it. But, like, poor Jiggly Caliente. Oh. Uh, supposedly she and Pandora Box are friends outside of the show. Good thing Katya's not on this season. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, she would have voted her out. Without, oh, she would have reached for her lipstick, and they would have been like, she's not even in the bottom tip. Yeah. Uh, they even speak. All right. Have you said everything you wanted to say about this, Alandra? Did anything come back to you? No. All right, Laurie. All right. Yes. The next day, the girls walk into the workroom and gather around the table. Next, RuPaul entered the workroom to announce this week's maxi challenge. It's the Snatch Game of Love. On this send-up of the dating game, the celebrity contestants will try to win the hearts of two celebrity um, snatchers? Or what were they called? Snatchlers. That's right. Or, Snatch- or Yeah. And fa- Fortune? Okay. 
I want everyone to know there is a, a very influential improv comedy group called the Groundlings. Both Lori and Adam went through the Groundlings, and neither one made it to the, I guess, prestigious Sunday Company. Mm-hmm. This, we were told uh, thank you, but no thank you. This but also fortune no feimster made it to Sunday Company. And Ruth goes to her, what would you call yourself? And she's like, the snatch person or something like, this is Sunday Company? This is Sunday <laughs> Company level uh, improv here? I what mean, can you, do? you know, she, she, it was probably sucked out of her in Sunday Company. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> true, probably. That is true. Actually, I, I, the way they teach is a very specific way, that which is not to say I should have or would have made it, but I was like, oh, this is just not the kind of comedy I do. Yeah, I will say this. I've said this many times, but I never truly understood what was funny at the Groundlings. Like, and I'm look. (laughs) Honestly, say (laughs) I am not saying they do great. Like, I, I, they, you know, they are. They did amazing. The the people who moved on were awesome. Like, I'm not disparaging them. I'm just saying for me personally, and I think it was evident the second second show where I was just like, I got, I don't know what you guys want from me. Like, I was just like, I'm at a loss here. Well, also at a certain point, there's only so many slots and it's very political. But this isn't the the Groundlings recap show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they uh, they already had a giant stage and they didn't need a giant person, so they wow, were, well, no, oh, thank you. Wow. But they let I fortune don't know in. If that's true. What they let fortune in? Yeah, but then they were like snatch we can, person. We can, no, we can, thank you. We can we'll only have two it. big fat lesbians. On the, yeah, you know. this isn't the Paul Bunyan Groundlings. Uh, all right. In the workroom, Trinity worries if she can rise to the challenge. Ginger discusses her character, Phyllis Diller. Eureka talks about her choice of divine. Later, Eureka and Pandora discuss the pressure they feel from having yet won a challenge. Pandora worries that her first snatch game win as Carol Channing will come back to haunt her. Let's go with Adam Salandra from Show Business. Uh, your big thoughts on, oh, yeah, your big thoughts on everything that happened in the workroom. Uh, you know, the usual pre-snatch discourse, except no one was fighting over a person. I think that um, Pandora's just too in her head. Well, she acted like this Carol Channing was like the be-all and end-all of snatch. <laughs> she just won the first uh, one. She didn't even win. Oh, she didn't? Which is, which is, she should have, but it was, wasn't it Tatiana as Brittany that w- is the actual winner? Oh, really? I, in my head, she won. Same. Yeah. But I remember watching something recently, and it was honestly probably All Stars too, where they're like, "Was she maybe Tatiana said it?" But I do think Tatiana's Brittany. So even though the Carol Channing was better, she didn't even win. Oh, she! I thought that uh, she was like the. I, oh my god, she was making. Oh my god, iconic. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, but, and it's like, well, you remembered for it. Yeah. If anyone, if we could go on the Discord, we would know. But uh, yeah, I just hopped somebody. in. I just hopped in. And I am correct. It was Tatiana. Oh, wow. In my head, the way she's talked about it and the way it's talked about, I thought she won the Snatch Game as Carol Channing. That is so interesting. Lori, what were you going to say? Well, we have talked about Carol, her Carol Channing as being sort of the uh, benchmark for what a Snatch Game should be, yeah. which is you take, which is what Ginger Minge did, essentially. You take a uh, cause RuPaul is essentially a older white woman. (laughs) And so you take an old white woman, female, uh, like comic or, you know, star and you essentially, you kind of make her a little dirty Mm -hmm. and that's what she did with Carol Channing. What I don't understand is why she went from Carol Channing to fucking 
Samantha. Yeah, from Sex and from the City. Sex and the City, which is like, you would think, and I don't know about, I don't know how you guys work, but you would think you would go, okay, Carol Channing did really well. Mm-hmm. What was it about Carol Channing that did really well? Yeah. And how can I replicate that? And in no way is anything she did with Carol Channing replicated in, in but Samantha. It's not even Carol Channing. You can go down the line. Alaska's Mae West, uh, both of Ben's characters, right? He yeah. did. Um, Phyllis Diller. Oh, Ginger did. Did Benton do Phyllis Diller? No, no, I'm just. Oh, yeah, Phyllis Diller. Like, it, it down the line. Ginger's people, Adele. Ginger's Adele. So, uh, God forbid anybody do this, Kelly Clarkson. Anyway, um, I will. I've said that. All I said is, God forbid someone do Kelly Clarkson. I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, we know that. one thing she wouldn't make Sunday Company. So, <laughs> no, uh, she probably would. <laughs> you know what? You're probably right. Um, they'd probably be like that. Kelly Clarkson. She's got double K sounds. She's you know in. what? Why don't we do this? Because there's no way to work around it. There. Re- oh, no, okay, we'll do. No, well, I guess we're doing a table visits. So let me ask you this. Well, I want to say something too because we're talking about old snatch games. So they go. Ginger is iconic snatch game. So season seven, I will give her the Adele. Season yeah. at All Stars two. She is in a. Very, very tough group. I think Lori waits for the showtime to do all her daily ablutions because now she's putting eye drops in her eye. (laughs) But wait. Before I forget. Sorry to leave me. What did you just say? And what drugs am I on? I can't remember anything. What jugs are you on? Drugs. Oh, I don't know. See, she's drugs. putting eye drops in, but you could at least. No, I think I put in eye drops before the show. My eyes are just getting really watered. Oh, and um, then I up think... from the butt comes the bandana. Yeah, to I wipe think the eyes away. now we know why she has it. I think uh, now you know what her kink is. But um, <laughs> I think what it is, you got marriage under mine. Honestly, pro- work has been very crazy lately, and then I go straight from that to wedding stuff. So I need a break. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, to be honest with you, I think all of them. If you look at down the line, I mean, besides maybe Pandora, because she hasn't been back multiple times, they have none of them have had like stellar snatch. Game. Like they've had like great stent, but none well, of them have been like I put like stellar. That's what I was gonna say about Ginger. They flashed her. Um, uh, what was the name of that television? Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye Baker. But in, if you remember, did she? She might have even gone home that episode. No, no, no. It wasn't that. It was that much like the entire season, she got zero airtime well, because all the other people. So she, yeah. I remember her doing it and it was like, oh, it's funny. But like we never – like they never even really cut to her. That was All-Stars yeah, 2 way. It was All-Stars 2, but she's going up against Alyssa's iconic uh, Joan Crawford. Um, I mean Alaska – Mae West. May West. Um, as much Katya. as I think Katya was cheating as, as – uh, what's her name? Uh, Bjork. Bjork. I, I, Adam wasn't here for this. I feel Katya on both her Snatch games just took Kristen Wiig characters. Because um, oh, Kristen yeah. Wiig did Bjork and Kristen Wiig did the CNBC. Oh, yeah. literally them. Yeah. I thought you meant like was acting like Kristen no, Wiig. But, no, no. Oh. Literally did Kristen Wiig's characters. Oh, interesting. And, uh, and I mean there's so many. And even on the bad front with um, uh, Roxy Andrews' Horrible Alaska from All-Stars yeah. 2. I mean th- – and there's so many iconic Snatch Game characters in that one. To hold that up as like the pan in the pantheon of Snatch Game characters, I can't even take my breath. I can't even hold my breath correctly. They just um, allowed her to do it. But you know what would have been interesting mm-hmm. if Pandora had won her season uh, because 
Kylie was the first to get sent home on a snatch game on that same season. So they fully traded places in oh, All-Star you're right. 6. You're right. If, if she had won, but they didn't go with that narrative, really. You know what's so funny? is If I were if I were Pandora, and I know RuPaul would have done, but I would have called it out, too. I would have just fucking done Carol Channing. <laughs> That'd be wild. Yeah. And she's like, didn't you do this? I come back from the dead. I just, I just had to get some fucking in, you know, and just, but she, yeah. I think she wouldn't ever do Carol Channing saying getting fucked or something. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what also, you're talking about, nice man. Yeah. She also already did Carol Channing this. Yeah, season, but she didn't do forget. her as dirty. I think if you bring her back and you're like, raspberries in my pussy, you know, then Ruth's going to be literally, like, I'd be obsessed. Ah! Yeah, you know, like, just laughing. Ryu loves that. Well, I love that shit too. But what I'm saying is this season, Pandora already did Carol Channing in the football <laughs> challenge. She always did Carol Channing. So, so. <laughs> yeah, she probably is like, what? oh, I blew my Carol Channing wad. Now I gotta, now I gotta, Kim Cattrall does. Yeah. She didn't but, even do Kim Cattrall. Like, you could have done Kim Cattrall and, and actually had it be an interesting thing. But she does Samantha. Well, that's what so Taylor and I were talking about this thing. We're talking about because okay, this, this actually going to my next topic here, which is good characters, bad characters. Like so, Ginger made an, an amazing choice as Phyllis Diller. I'll do the full analysis during Snatch Game, but like that's exactly what you do. Old timey right. yes. character that'll make Rue laugh. Okay, I feel, and I know Eureka Humble Pie in the Discord earlier today put this. Eureka tweet about how like she actually did way more divine lines in the in the snatch game and they were cut blah 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 blah. It doesn't matter. Divine is a very difficult character to do because she's already at a hundred. So yeah. where where do you take her? And Eureka seems to think just quoting Divine. That's like if I was like, I'm going to do Ron Burgundy and then I just quoted Anchorman the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also like, I, I don't know, we, you know, we've recapped a, a bunch of these now. And I think there's a pitfall that these queens get into where it's, it doesn't matter if you can look and sound yes. and quote the, the person. That is not how you win Snatch Game. You win Snatch Game by having, by essentially having your character be a different representation than what you are saying. Yeah. So, for example, like the robot from a couple seasons ago who was very like, you GG know. good. Yeah. And was like, why don't you shut the fuck up, you stupid slut? You know, that killed Rue because it's a robot. Yeah. So why would a ro- <laughs> you know. So it's like that that kind of stuff. You have a very. Old lady being dirty. Yeah. yeah. You have an old lady being dirty. You have any, any kind of thing that's not normally dirty being dirty. Rue will eat that breakfast lunch dinner yes and and i think that you know eureka look she is very talented she's very funny but i think she she saw herself like i can look like uh divine i mean she looks just like her like just like her i can look like divine i can act like divine and she did have some funny moments but it was like that's not what snatch games about yeah so well i also jumped on her instagram live today and she was talking that she had such a she just loves, loves, loves Divine, wants to play her in a movie. And sometimes that is a pitfall for these gals yeah. is they do it with people that they love. And then it's like, well, then you're not making them funny. You're trying yeah. to do them to, like, honor them. And that's not why we're here. And look, I, I'm yeah. for it. Like, I think John Waters should really look at Eureka. The problem, I think the difference is what's funny by coincidence is I subscribe to the Criterion channel. And they have uh, three of John Waters' Divine movies on there. And I've actually just watched them. So... What's um, interesting, I was talking about this today, is 
the relationship between John Waters and Divine is one that, A, I don't know if you could replicate because of just the way social mores have changed. But also, um, Divine was in on the joke, if that makes sense. Whereas I yeah. don't think if Eureka did it, I don't think she'd be in on the joke as much. And I don't know if John Waters would feel comfortable. Like, it sort of reminds me, actually, their relationship, I was talking to Taylor about this, reminds me of the relationship I have with Lori. It's very, very similar. Even More though he's... BFFs. He's... Mm, he's... It's just, I'm going to outlive you. But, um... <laughs> it's that one, but you just don't ever see John Waters. By, like, Waters. five seconds. True. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you go together, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be one of these things where I, we're in the ocean on a boat, and I finally stab her in the heart, and she sinks into the ocean, and I realize she's handcuffed herself to me, and she takes her me down with her, and that's the end yeah. of the movie. That's, that's honestly beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So we we have a pact where if the, one of us has a heart attack, which is you know any day now, mm-hmm. um, we're gonna get a gun and uh, drive to the other person's house and kill them. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, uh, the, what I was gonna it's say, the, it's the best friendship so, I've ever had. <laughs> So she looks just like Divine. I don't know if she could pull off another Divine thing, but like she looks just like fucking like her. If they did like a remake or something, I don't know. She what she was saying is she wants to do like a biopic of Divine. Well, I see, know. I think that that plays into what we were saying earlier, which is they're playing the social media game. Yeah, which is they're not. She's not even doing Divine for Snatch Games. She's doing Divine in Snatch for Games. Her career. So somebody will see it and go, "Oh, she looks a lot like Divine. She should play Divine." You well, know. But not only is she just doing Divine quotes, they were literally like, "I am Divine." You know, like okay, you're doing actual lines from the movie, so you're not saying anything yeah. crazy. But also, I mean, we, we'll get into like. I'll, I can break. I'll break down yeah. her, but yeah. It's but crazy. one more thing is okay. I'll, you know what? I'll just save it. I should follow my own rules as well. I think Adam's putting highlighter on his lips. Uh, let's go. Uh, by the way, just really quickly, Laurie, who would if you were to do the snatch game? Who would you do for the snatch game? Oh, that's so tough. Um, it depends. I. Uh, uh, what about you, Salandra? No, it's tough. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think now because we specifically just said the formula that works. Fortune like, Feimster. That's <laughs> perfect. No, I think you should do Fortune Feimster. Yeah. Uh-huh. What about yeah. you, Salandra? Um, I don't. I would maybe try and do one of the Golden Girls, um, but with a twist, so that there's actually something substantial behind it. Maybe like Rose, but oh, naughty. I see. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's a good choice. And uh, I wouldn't even try and be dirty. I would just be a scotch more jazzed to be on the Snatch Game, and I think I would. <laughs> and you nail it. Yeah, I nail it. My, this what about up, you? This comes up in conversation a lot with Aiden right now, and it it changes all the time. Right now, I would do Aiden Zane doing that woman from. Um, oh my god! From uh, Rocky, Rocky Horror. Horror. That's who I would do. Aiden Zane that doing the woman from Rocky Horror. That's beautiful. And very... I think, I think you should do the same storyline. You should say, I had dinner with her. She was great. Yeah. And then just do the same same exact... Yeah. Wasn't there Wasn't there a, a singer or a, like a, a, a actor who people said you looked a lot alike when you were a kid? And he was like a child actor or something? Me? Like a little boy? Yeah. Wasn't there like a little boy child actor? Oh yeah, it was Chunk from the Goonies. Okay, um, actually, well, I wasn't fat as a kid. I don't know why, but But now in my head, I was fat as a kid. Um, (laughs) All right, 
Next people kept saying that you were, you would be that kid now. You're older. Oh, they're like, oh, oh this oh, is probably oh, I know who it was. Manny from Modern Family. Oh, that's it? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you should be Manny that's from funny. Modern that's Family. That's funny. My, you know, that is, my family keeps saying that. My family is convinced that somebody we know who works at that network is feeding, was, was feeding the Modern Family. That show ended, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Was feeding them stories because the, the stories were too close. That the Manny character was too... <laughs> to you. My parents say that. My parents are convinced that my friend John was leaking stories to the writer's room. Wow. Yeah. Maybe he was. All right. Next, RuPaul into the workroom to conduct some table visits. Trinity fails to think on her feet. Kylie plans to redeem herself after her failed season two Snatch Game performance. Raja amuses RuPaul with her choice of Latoya Jackson. And later, Trinity hopes that her track record will save her from being eliminated from the competition. Let's start with you, Laurie Rockingcamp. Um, what were your big thoughts on these table visits with RuPaul? Well, okay. I have two, two big things, and this is going to go into the later judging. So they're kind of, kind of get morphed together. But my first one is, and this is goes into why I think that Trinity should have been eliminated Mm -hmm. is that when Ru went and visited her, Trinity was just like, yeah, I'm not great on my feet. So I'm just sort of whatever about the, (laughs) about it. And if I do well, I do well, but I'm, I'm really not. You know, and and Rue was like, oh, you should say like trying to give her lines. And she was like, yeah, I'll figure it. If I do it, I do. I don't know. I'm not great about it. And it was just like, why didn't everybody look at that and say like, oh, we should like, look, did I think Pandora did a good job? No. Do I think that if we go off track record, she should be eliminated? Yes. But if you look in the workroom, she was still trying to work out and do lines Mm -hmm. trinity was just like i have the best track record and i know that this isn't my area so i'm not even going to bother putting in energy so that was what ginger was calling her out for yeah i agree so landra and oh ginger agrees my second one that i have a problem with nobody fucking brings this up but rupaul literally gave raja her entire character yeah well, and that's true, but why? But. Why did why did nobody say like, what were you planning on doing? Like, I was no. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, but here's the thing, that is absolutely a fact. But also, Rue is there giving tips to. Um, they want them to take them, and often they don't take them. So Raja did do it, but she at least thought up her own versions of it. She didn't say yeah. the exact thing Rue said. So for me, it's like okay points honestly that's how i was in groundlings in in writing lab because i also didn't i was like i don't understand y'all was like what you're saying a sense of humor so the teacher would be like why don't you like just do this or that and i'm like okay and then i did and i would go on stage and it actually killed because i'm like trinity i can get a script and be like i'll make this funny but i could not understand what they wanted me to do to write it so i still was good on stage but i didn't make it through much like yeah I've I'm never taken an improv class at all. Never done anything like that, right? But I'm going to get your, the two of you, I want to get give you your opinion here. I'm going to defend Trinity a little bit in that she's like, I'm not good at my feet. RuPaul goes, what do you have for breakfast, Whitney Houston? Like, is that a good opening line to do imp- an improv game with, Lori? No, but isn't like I think what it's sort of like that. Um, who was that person? Was it Pearl? Who, where she's like, um, you know, how's your head? And then Pearl would always Fame. could never. Fame. Oh, Miss Fame could never say like, oh, I haven't had any complaints. Yeah, like I think it's like one of those things where look, 
I think that Rue gets it in her head that there are just some iconic things that everybody should know. And if you don't know it, then you're an idiot. And that was one of the things is when Whitney Houston says, I have nothing, you know? And so I think she, I don't even know I, at the end. Yes. But was that even what Rue was referencing or was she just giving no, a question and expecting done, Trinity to be funny? Yeah. She's done that same question before in snatch game things. Actually, if you're oh. smart, you prep that question before you do the table. Yeah, answer. right. That seems to but be her to, go-to. But to, to your point, though, both of your points, well, I'll do uh, Adam's first. The first one is there have been times, and I, I know this for a fact, but I can't point to any specifics, so don't quiz me on it. But there have been times where, uh, you know, Michelle Visage or Ross – I know I say her name wrong. <laughs> That's fine. Um, or Ross will, or RuPaul will give pointers and the Queens will take it. And then in the judging, they will condemn them saying, you took our pointers, but we don't really know if you had come out, if we hadn't given you pointers, if you would have come out with anything. Well, yeah. So, I mean, they do use it to, against them sometimes. And my second point is that, yes, I, I agree that, you know, like maybe that wouldn't have been the best thing to say, but then, what I don't understand is then she could have used that. She could have said, Oh, what was, you know, what did you have for breakfast? She could have asked her more questions. She, it's like she wasn't even engaged. She wasn't trying to like understand what she needed to do. It's like, you know, uh, one of the things that Eureka said was that Ginger has a bunch of one liners lined up. It's not like they go out there and they're just all improvising. They have canned responses. So why it, it just felt like Trinity was not even bothering to have canned responses for mm-hmm. things. So that, well, that's true. Yeah. Very true. Um, all right. Well, now it's time. It's a new part of the show. Where we quiz Lori. Uh, <laughs> it's called Don't Quiz Me. I'm your host, Joe Batanz, and we're going to get. Why was Lori it wedding music? Because the only game show music I had. Okay. But um, we, this is where we quiz Lori on all hey. things drag race. I'll ask the first question. So, Lancer, you can go next. Okay. Lori. Yes. Who won the very first Snatch Game? Tatiana. Oh, wow. Very good. Salandra? Uh, is this, are they Snatch Game related? It could be whatever you want them to be. Lori, who was very uh, jealous frenemies with Bob the Drag Queen throughout oh, season eight? Oh, good question. Your mom. No, um, uh, Monet Exchange. Wow. I mean, maybe in real life, but those are different seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, we'll, we'll, I don't. The only other person I know from Bob is um, Kim Chi. No, who's the one that like was like a violinist? Thorgy. But the the Thorgy. answer to the question actually. Yeah, oh. Thorgy. Thorgy. The answer to the question. But she reminds me of Pandora a little bit because that they're both a drip. Like they're both just like. Like, we'll get to it, but at is the Thorgy end... Is Thorgy a when, drip? I oh, when, you know, she kind of was in All-Stars. You're right. When Pandora was season. like, I can't get a word in antibodies because of your anchor. She was a little bitter yeah. in her season. I don't, I don't know why. It was very, very strange. All right, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, Lori will have looked at the chat room on Discord. And then uh, we'll do the rest of the show. We'll be right back after this. Bye.
Yeah, now we are back. Lori got her Discord rocks off. Right there. You guys, there's a whole show that goes on if you're not listening live uh, with the whole thing in the break. All right. Well, uh, next it's time for the Snatch Game of Love. Uh, in group one, we have Ginger Minge as Phyllis Diller, Trinity K. Bonet as Whitney Houston, and Kylie Sonique Love as Dolly Parton. All three were vying for the heart of... Um, Adam Salandra Snatch Game character, Cheyenne Jackson. Ginger and Kylie make RuPaul laugh while Trinity's Whitney Houston struggles to get a joke. And actually, let's start with our very own Cheyenne Jackson, Mr. Adam Salandra. Yeah, I've honestly said all most of what I have to say about this, but Kylie surprised me and she was like subtle with it, which is another that is an interesting point. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these times these people have to be loud. She was subtle but great. The volume was great. I didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. loved yeah. uh ginger was great but i expected it yeah um and trinity truly was like okay how many times have we seen that just mm-hmm. because you look like her and she did look good yeah it means nothing why did she not have any even if they were bad any canned responses or just whitney this mm-hmm. is a whitney song even if she's not using them in the right place she had nothing <laughs> yeah yeah, no, no, you're right. It's uh, they were doing the jokes for like Ginger coming in with that great bodyguard yes. joke. It's like, yeah, it was very, very strange. It was, it was, it was, she, she just didn't prep. I think that's that's the difference. Not that, that it doesn't. It's something that doesn't come up. But Kylie would, I think, would say she's equally not as good. But she did her homework. She sure did. She did yeah. her homework. Lori, why don't you go in? Uh, I know you have a lot to say about this. Okay. So, yes, I will say, look, I think that we are going, you know, to have an issue next in the next round with um, bulldozing and mm-hmm. and people not being able to get it, get a word in. But I felt like there was a great volley between Ginger and Sonique. And I felt like um, Trinity could have easily have jumped in there and said something. But she again, this is one of the reasons why I felt like Trinity should have been eliminated. She at no point seemed like she was trying to be involved. She just sat there. She answered Mm -hmm. questions when she was given them, but she just sat there when things were being said. She at no point tried to like seem like she was part of the team. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, there's a a very funny comedic actor named Deborah Wilson, who has done a Whitney Houston on Mad TV. And it's very funny. Mm -hmm. And now granted, maybe because of, you know, social mores and and how things have changed she does a, a more coked up version of whitney houston um but i think so, she could have done that on the show i think um trinity wouldn't have done that it goes to what you were saying earlier because trinity said i play her in some sort of touring show yeah and i think in her head and we've seen this before they don't want to disrespect the character they portray so i think she would which, never do that Look, I look. I I have my own argument against that. But if that's the case, then don't do the goddamn character. I for agree. Snatch Game. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah it's right. And it's like you know. I mean, honestly, I felt like it was like a weighted blanket. I felt like Ginger Minj and Sonique Love were were like. I think if Whitney Houston, if Trinity hadn't been there, they would have been another level because I felt like they were recovering and helping out with the void that was Trinity. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to, at certain times be like, we better hold back and let her say something. Yes. And they were doing a good job of letting her, you know, volley back, uh, giving her time to answer and get, you know, doing stuff, but they picked up on the energy on the awkward energy that Trinity had obviously had. And they filled the void. 
And they it did is it in true. a there's, fun way. There's a difference between being bad and just not even trying. And she happened to be both. But if you at least try, that's something. Yeah, like Pandora was when we, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, she was trying. bad, but she was trying. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to, we, we, we've already hit this point, but like, why is Trinity still making the same mistake? And I'm going to come back to this in a second that people have been making for, you know, 11 years, which is if I just look like the character and do their mannerisms, I'm going to win or be safe. No, not anymore. I don't think ever. And, um, that's what I think Trinity was hoping that because she looked like her. I feel that you could maybe get away with that, maybe on regular Snatch Game, but on Snatch Game of Love, it is next level Snatch Game because it's really on you, you know? Yeah. And to prove my point is Ginger Minch to me was the – well, I I agree with you, Lori. You could make a case for Kylie too, but Kylie looked like Dolly Parton. What I'm going to say is Ginger, apart from dressing in a mod dress and boots, she didn't look like Phyllis Diller. I don't think Phil's Diller that I ever saw wore a red wig. It was usually like white or very super blonde. She didn't. Phyllis Diller had a very iconic laugh that Ginger didn't even get right, which was yeah. like the ha ha ha, like that. Which I think maybe she was trying to do, but she didn't do it right. Like ha ha. That was like a very Phyllis Diller laugh. She did the one liners, but she didn't. Obviously, she, she took it dirty where Phyllis Diller wasn't really a blue comic. Even still. Just the fact that she was just doing that character, she crushed it. She didn't look like her. She didn't sound like her. No. Um, it was just the fact that she was saying, I'm Phyllis Diller and I'm being like this. And it made yeah. RuPaul laugh. Ultimately, yep. it's just make RuPaul. You don't have to look like the person. They yeah. say it every time. It's like, yeah. if you're not picking that up. Yeah. Well, I think, and honestly, I think this calls for, I know the pandemic probably had a lot to do with it, but you were thinking about doing a drag race snatch game university yeah joe and i think that that has a lot to do with it which i i you go you say why does why why do queens still do this i think it has because i don't think queens truly know what is a successful snatch game so because for example sonique could have done terribly you know she could have been awful Mm -hmm. as um uh what's her name dolly dolly yeah but she looked like dolly Right. Mm-hmm. So she could have gone out there and just been Whitney Houston yeah. and, and just been like, and it would have been them being, you know, a suck fest who mm-hmm. could be worse. But the fact that she was able to volley and have fun responses that weren't necessarily what Dolly would normally say, but in the Dolly vernacular, I felt like that really helped her and she was able to think on her feet. And so there, I think when you when you see that on its face, you could say, "Oh, well, she looked like Dolly and she talked like Dolly." That's what that's what makes a good snatch game. It's like, no, that's not the that's not it. Well, not to go back to the Groundlings, I know very little about the Groundlings. I actually founded the Groundlings in 1976. <laughs> I, lo- I love how we're, we're <laughs> we keep talking about the Groundlings. You do realize that, like, I've come from different, Im- but more but, improv. But I know, but but I, actually, this is very specific to the Groundlings because the Groundlings is very character based. True. And so what yes. I'm going to say is the one thing that you will say about the successful characters and, and uh, uh, Kylie is a perfect example. She knew her character and the character's persona and was able to apply it to the questions. Mm-hmm. So yes. nothing could phase her because she had prepped the character. You know, I was coming down on Katya earlier for copying Kristen Wiig, but that's not necessarily a bad idea. Like you were talking about the person on Mad TV who did Whitney. That That's probably Deborah what Trinity... Yeah, if Trinity knows I'm not good at this... 
she probably should have been like, I'm just going to go copy the beats of this person. Of course. Yeah. And do I those mean, beats. I mean, honestly, it's, it's a great Whitney Houston. I mean, it's a, it's a drug addict Whitney Houston, but it, it's a great Whitney Houston. And she, she has funny moments and then she has the thing where she calls out Bobby Brown, Bobby, you know, and she calls out Bobby Brown's name a lot. And I guarantee you that if she had done that, RuPaul would have fallen, well, would have been laughed. Yeah, or even totally. if you did Maya Rudolph's Whitney, which is very similar. But she, but but Maya Rudolph doesn't do a coked up Britney. She's just doing like the the shoulders and the, you know like the yeah. Bobby you know, Bobby Christina thing. So yeah, yeah. or a Maya Rudolph Beyonce. Like I, yeah. what I understand is maybe she should have thrown out. Why didn't she throw out Beyonce when her mom was in the? You know, well, I don't think please do not suggest people do Beyonce for Snatch Game. It's I mean, just I think a it would nightmare every time. Honestly, Honestly, I wanted her to do it just simply because her mom was there. You know what's so <laughs> yeah. funny that you say that? I don't think you could ever do Beyonce for a couple of reasons. Because I think if you were to do Beyonce correctly, you would have a team of gays who'd be really upset. Because you have to insult Beyonce. And uh, I don't know if the show would let you, A. B. Uh, is, like, I didn't understand why. Did you see that on Tina Knowles? title card it said ms tina Knowles. yeah and and look i know i'm god this is even worse than like i was so i'm always scared of criticizing kylie so nick love i'm afraid of people thinking i'm anti-trans because of it yeah i am more scared now about insulting tina Knowles because i feel <laughs> the beyonce stands will just fucking come for me oh, in yeah. the itunes reviews which they probably already have look i, I can think like but what the fuck? I wikipedia at her before I came on here. So I haven't talked about it. But she's missed. There's a whole thing, this whole weird. Are you a Beyonce stand before I go here, Salandra? No, but I wouldn't have cared anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. There's this thing with Beyonce, and I don't know. And I'm not saying she's done it. Maybe she has. I don't know if she's, she's done this. Because I feel Gaga stands like this, and I don't feel Gaga, you know, encourages this. But there's this whole thing where, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z are like regal in a royal family. And yeah. I bet you, and I'm going to say this right now. Oh. I bet you this Blue Ivy is a nightmare. Right? <laughs> but uh, they act like they're a royal family. I'm not saying that they do, but like the, the fans treat them like they're a royal family. And so why is Tina Knowles Ms. Like RuPaul called her that. But if you saw on the title card it said Ms. Tina Knowles Lawson. And I was like, what? The, is it the like, Miz that you're taking well, just, umbrage with? The way the girls were losing their minds. Oh, yeah. I thought that was weird, too. But they, you know, and they're like, oh, and I was like, just say my name again. Say my name. You know, and I'm like, you know, she just gave birth to Beyonce, right? Well, in Trinity's offense, Trinity's obsession is Beyonce. So yes. maybe I can get that. But no one else should be that excited over someone's mom. Someone, uh, the Tidy in Closet commented on it today that she's like, I can't believe I got to lip sync in front of Tina Knowles Lawson. I'm like, it's a lot. What? I I feel the same. It's like if Lori lost her mind if she met uh, uh, Fortune Feimster's mom. Very that. I mean... I mean, I'd be excited if I met her aunt at this point, but let's only that. Be, yeah, let's be honest. That that's a get. You know, yeah. she talks about her mom a lot. Um, uh, I I one time met uh, God, who I can't think of his name now, but he was a radio show personality, and I cried. What? Yeah. Well, he did never voices. Meet your idols. Do you oh, ever remember the guy Phil, who did voices? Phil Henry. Phil Henry. Yeah. I met him. 
Um, I was at a junior college and he was in a, he was in a radio booth actually. And I was so shocked because I was like, why are they sending Phil Hendry out to do like mm-hmm. junior college gigs? Yeah. And I met him and I was like talking to him and I was like, I started crying and like it freaked the fuck out of him. <laughs> he was like, does this woman have a bomb? Like he was so nervous that I was going to do something <laughs> like he, cause I was like shaking and stuff, but it's just cause I had listened to him when I was with my aunt and my grandma and stuff like that. And so I was just like, thank you so much for what you do. Well, at least it was him. It wasn't his mother. Yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying, I probably would have freaked out his mother. <laughs> In group two, Eureka plays Divine, Pandora Box plays uh, Kim Cattrall's character of Samantha Jones from Sex and the City, and Raja O'Hara gives us Latoya Jackson. Eureka and Raja appear to give passable performances while Pandora struggles to get a joke in. Uh, Lori, let's start with you. Your thoughts on group two. So I think group two, I got to be honest with you. I kind look, I don't think that Pandora did a good job, but I kind of understand where she's coming from because I felt like Eureka really railroaded mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the, that, that group. Now I think that what happened was, is that Eureka, like we were saying, Divine is at a a 10. So Eureka was at a 10 from the start. And I think she sensed that Pandora wasn't doing very well. And instead of trying to volley between her and Raja, she just sort of took on all that energy and went up to a 15 Mm -hmm. and decided that she was just going to be louder and more vicious. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that caused Pandora to kind of fall more within herself. And so I think that, you know, as a performer, you need to figure out a way to sort of make your make your presence known and find your way back into, you know, into the dynamic. But I also feel like Eureka did, you know, suck a lot of the energy out of that group. So I agree with that. I, I actually wrote the I wrote Pandora blaming Eureka. Like, I do get it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would probably feel the same way. However... It's not like she was doing great when Rue was talking to her and then only when she was interacting with Divine was it bad. It was pretty much a flop the entire time. Yeah. So you can only take that so far. Also, I don't think that – I think that what she was saying is it was hard to interact with Divine. Like Eureka as Divine was awkward but in a way that was like accurate. It would be hard to have a conversation. But then I would say stop – like turn – you got to drown her out somehow. You got to find the strength. Also, why was Pandora, like, not giving me sex, sexy, sex pot? Like, that's who she was playing, Kim Cattrall as Samantha. What was ha- – like, why wasn't she oh, feeding into that? I haven't even gotten into Kim – to Samantha. This was Samantha. If Samantha was kidnapped by uh, Saudis and forced to be <laughs> – forced to be, like, their concubine on a yacht and mm-hmm. then was also – they're like, and now we're doing a snatch game. And she was like <laughs> – like, she's it's like, like, okay, after all she's this, like, all right, I guess I gotta be, I guess I gotta answer questions. Like, she looked, she looked terrified. To be honest with you, I, at one point was like, is she gonna have a mental breakdown? Well, it, so you, remember when USA brought, bought Sex in the City and they did a chopped up, edited version of Sex in the City because it's too dirty? She was doing the Samantha from the USA version where yeah. she, where she was like, <laughs> oh, you know, she's like, 
my feet are tired. Why don't you massage them? And you're like, that's not. Yeah, that's not <laughs> really. I mean, I guess that'll lead to something. Yeah. But like, she, she also like had like a very low energy. Yeah. She did the exact opposite of what she did with Carol Channing. Mm-hmm. She had low energy and she was demure. <laughs> like she, you know. Yeah. And and she like, I think her problem was is she started off the no. Well, I will say to Joe's point, she she did the demure thing a little bit. But what she would do is she would start off real raunchy and then get demure. Yeah. So like when they were like, "What do we do on our date?" Well, the first thing you know, it'd be like, be like, "What do we do on our first date?" Well, the first thing we do is we'd sixty nine each other and then we'd rub each other's feet. And it's like how that's a de escalation. Like, but, but what's <laughs> funny though, Laurie? What's funny? Is you're hitting on something. That's another way you could take that character. Is we expect her to be a sex pot, but what if you did it is like in a sexy voice, like almost like what um uh what's her name did with Eartha Kit, uh, where she was like Jujube. What Jujube was doing the oh, I put it in a sensible study for you know yeah yeah if you take great. that sex pot and you make her a nun intentionally yep. to the point where you're making it funny. Yeah, you know, because also if you make fun of the fact, well, she could have done that. Kim Cattrall's old now, because Kim Cattrall, even on Sex in the City, was older than them. So Kim, right. Kim, Kim Cattrall's character is probably in her mid sixties now, right? Yeah. If she did Kim Cattrall as a woman in her mid sixties, uh, or the Samantha Jones in her mid sixties, that could have been a funny way to take the character. But it was you, just doing yeah. that character. But you bring up a good point, and then that's why I will say again. Why didn't she do Kim Cattrall and not and instead of Samantha? She did Kim Cattrall. She or she did Samantha. She yeah. did the sex pot Samantha. If she had done Kim Cattrall, that would have been a great character to do. Yeah. But she did the Sex in the City sex pot Samantha, yes. which I think was a mistake. Was a mistake. Yes. Uh, all right. Any other thoughts on Group Two, Salandra? Nope. Um, uh, Lori Roggenkamp. I mean, again, I thought Raja did okay. I, I, I just felt like the entire time I was just like, this is all what RuPaul told her to do. Well, that's what's smart. That's what's yeah. smart. Yeah. I, I mean, but it, I honestly, I was like, what was she going to do going in? I honestly, I think the one thing that she did that I felt like was her own was the thing that didn't really go over very well. Yeah. Oh, and then do you, okay. Yeah, whisper. I don't want I, anyone to hear. Guys, okay, get in real close. Yeah. I don't, I don't want humble to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, lean in. Okay. Um, I don't technically understand what was so bad. What uh, Eureka said about um, uh, Je- the Jackson's family, but it was something like, "Oh, I wish your mom had done that to your dad." What was? I guess I don't, I, I don't I, kind of understand that. I don't. I don't know. I see what you're saying. The way they edited it was to be like it was like an awkward thing. I don't know if it was because it wasn't the most elegant wording. I think yeah. the, the joke Eureka was trying to make was. I wish your mom had jacked off your dad instead of because there were a couple of good Michael Jackson jokes that weren't made either. Like that were there because um, like I think there was a part where like Rue asked uh, Raja um, Latoya, do you like children? Which would have been a great thing. Like, no, but my brother does, you know, sure. and that would have been a great line. But she didn't go there. But maybe because she's not <laughs> a super funny. I like me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But Who um, the groundlings have sent a cease and desist. To. Oh <laughs> you yeah, haven't even been mm-hmm. there. They told me I'm grounded. <laughs> they told me I'm grounded. Uh, yeah. So uh, they're like, you haven't even joined, and we don't want you. 
<laughs> yeah. There, there's a wait list of four years just for the entry-level class for you. Yeah. So uh, per- Perpetually. Yeah, perpetually. It's, it's, we're going to renew it every four years. Uh, one, one more quick – let's talk about it because everyone's talking about this. And we kind of touched on it before. That weird ending with Fortune Feimster and uh, Cheyenne Jackson – uh, what 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 do you think the point of that was, Lori? Well, also, I love how how amazing it was sold. Whereas, like, who do you choose? And she's like, nobody. I uh, yeah, I have true love. That's and what I, I'm saying. I thought I was gonna get over it, but I guess I haven't. It's just like, well, with that kind of that's what she made Sunday Company, Lori. <laughs> she made Sunday Company. You know uh, what? She figured it out. She, she figured she cracked it the code out. that we couldn't. And yeah. really, really quickly. Salandra, because you're a kind of, I wouldn't call you a basic white gay, but you're in the oh, basic white gay family. I was going to, sorry, I was going to answer your question. Yeah, just go to ahead. Say, like, the answer, the funny part was, is because they're both gay. I don't know if you guys know this, but both Fortune Feimster and Cheyenne Jackson are gay. Uh-huh. So that's, oh, that's why they funny. were proposing to each other because they're both gay. And they both said, will you make me the happiest man? Uh-huh. Because they're both gay and Fortune Feimster is fat like a man. Okay. You know, that kind of, I don't know if you guys, guys got that. So, Landra, speaking of Cheyenne Jackson, um, which you guys are and in the basic same, white gay, yeah, in the same genus pool here. Why oh, is thanks. it the basic white gays like Cheyenne Jackson always wear the sockless dress shoe? And do you wear that? Uh, honest, I don't wear it, but I do see it, and I have thought like, oh, I should probably be wearing that. <laughs> yeah, and it's always it's always the pointy sockless dress shoe. It's like the pointy witch shoe, like 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 I could see Adam Rippon wearing that. If I had fashion sense, I'm sh- I'm I'm sure I would. Yeah, I get frustrated when I see that because I'm just like, you're just showing off. Like your ankles are also skinny. Like I think it should be fat people who wear that because we should be like, yeah, the only thing on skinny on us are our ankles. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> well, do it. All right, let's move on. It's I do elim- it every day. It's elimination day, and the fit. girls get ready for the runway. Kylie congratulates herself for keeping up with Ginger. Meanwhile, Pandora talks about her struggle to get a vibe going with Eureka's divine portrayal. Uh, I didn't really have anything to say on this elimination day. Salandra, did you, Lori? Brooks looks. Brooks looks. <laughs> I I will say that I did love how Eureka saved that and then used it for when she definitely knew she wasn't in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> she she was like, I'm not going to say anything right now. Although she did say, Mama told me, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And she was like, it should have been, if you don't have anything nice to say, wait till you're definitely not in the bottom and you're <laughs> the one making decisions and then you can bring it back and force an apology. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Now it's time for the looks. Laura, you can go on Discord to go to Brooks Looks. All right, real quick. Let me just look up everything that everybody's been saying. No! <laughs> don't. All right. No, time, it's, don't. It's time for the looks. You know, today's prize is brought to you by uh, Jillian Candy since 1927. Their old fashioned watermelon sanded drops are great. I don't know why I'm doing a fake ad for it. This is actually a real company. I don't know why I'm giving them free advertising. Um, <laughs> Are your other advertisers that pay you going to be upset? Yeah, you know what? Maybe I should cut that out. But then you know, the problem is the way the technology is, is these advertisers pay for a set amount of time. And then when their contract runs out, the ad vanishes. Whoa. Yeah. So when a new advertiser comes in, you know. It's like a man. Yeah. So I'm not going to say anybody's name. Um... It's brought to you by our Patreon page at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You know what? I'm going to do real money on this. For every one that the winner gets right, they get a dollar. 
the one oh i didn't say i didn't do it yet why am i acting like i'm losing but i won all the past times and there was well, no prizes so i'm sure i'm losing tonight again i just like to point out that this is winner based off if we get your your opinion right all right the, the, first, game. the first one down the runway is ginger minge oh the look by the way the th- the category is pop art category is pop art ginger minge Lori. let's start with you tutor boot I'm going to say boot. I love the concept of this, but I felt like as a um, as a way of framing her, I just felt like it didn't really frame her as that well. So I would say boot. All right, Adam Salandra. I'd say for pop art, it's a toot, and it's also the first time of many that we saw the faces everywhere, so that helped her as well. Look, I don't usually give my opinion, but what I I, cause I thought about this, and I was like, it, we were venturing into the Madonna first yeah. Madonna challenge where everyone did the kimono one, but everyone was doing the Andy Warhol with a little Roy Lichtenstein thrown in some other places, but mostly Andy Warhol with the same look, the, the Marilyn Monroe pop even though you did it with a bunch of other people and um i was like okay but i said you know what i'm gonna judge each look individually i'm not gonna worry about what the other people did correct answer is two all right adam let's start with you kylie sonique love came down the runway in a very no hers was ish but not quite what everybody else was doing your thoughts here on kylie sonique love um i'll give it a toot for the the crack the butt crack sends me over to the toot. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just a dress. It's fine, but I'll give it a toot. Lori? I think I give it a toot, too. I think it frames her very well. I think it fits the challenge. But and, she wasn't wearing know, a tutu. Toot. <laughs> toot. Um, <laughs> all right. The correct answer is toot. All right, Eureka O'Hara came down in another Andy Warhol-inspired pop art look. Let's go with you, Adam Salandra. No, 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 we'll start with Lori. Start with Lori. Go back and forth. We volume, if you will. You know, it's funny because the other, uh, with Ginger, I felt like overall it was good, but I just didn't think it framed her. I felt like she figured out a way to make this, like, frame her, but her makeup, I just felt like, was not great. Like, it just made her washed out. So I'm going to give it a boot. Okay, I'm Salandra. I'm almost opposite. I first was like, oh, I don't like this. I, I didn't like the lack of neck. It made me uncomfy. But then the more I was seeing it, the makeup almost somehow matches the blue of the arms and the legs. And so I'm going to go ahead and give it a toot. All right. The correct answer is two. What was the what, what was Kylie's one? Was that a two? It was as a two well? as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next, we have Pandora Box. Uh, she had more Roy Lichtenstein comic book, you know, uh, references here. Uh, let's go with Adam Salander. We'll start with him. I, I've only given two, so I want to mix it up. And I, unfortunately, although we're supposed to vote individually, I can't help it. I'm, this is the most boring for all of them for me, so it's a boot. Lori Roggenkamp. I... Um... I feel like I don't know. I feel like this one I I just liked. I don't know if it's because it was she had the headband that said box. I thought that was clever, mm-hmm. and then she just had some like little things on her, um, you know, her dress, and then the fact that it was like a cape, and then she had a little. So I I just liked it. I give it a two. All right, very good. The correct answer is toot. Right now, it's a score of three to two. It's still anybody's game. Oh, my God. Next, we have Raja O'Hara coming down the runway. Let's start with you, Lori Rockenkamp. 
You know, overall, I would say if this was like any other challenge, I would say this was a toot. But just the fact that it's pop art, and for most of the challenge, we don't really see anything until she turns around. Mm-hmm. I give it a boot. All right. Adam Salandra? For all the same reasons, a boot. A boot. Correct answer is boot. Very good. And then finally, we have Trinity K. Bonet. Coming down the runway in a very, very, again, Liechtenstein comic book inspired pop art dress. But this time incorporating um, Black Lives Matter. Let's start with you, Adam Salandra. I will say not just toot, but toot of the week. Oh, toot of the week for Adam Salandra. Lori Roggenkamp, why don't you come in and see what you can do? Oh, I see what you're saying. A toot of the week means like it's the best one. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think this is the, the toot. Although she does say I wasn't like I was doing something and I was you know, when they were doing the runway. And then she goes, I tried to, uh, you know, subtly put in black lives matter things all over. <laughs> and it's like, you have a giant sign that says black lives matter. How are you being subtle? Also like, like I, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but definitely amazing. This is like one of those things where there was a, a drag queen, um, a couple seasons ago who had, an, who was trying to do another kind of political statement. And I just felt like it was kind of a little, boring and this is one of those where i would say this is a political statement but it's also like a fun outfit that fits the challenge and is mm-hmm. exciting to to look at mm-hmm. and I, I i really enjoyed this so yeah i would say toot as well all right very good uh and that's gonna do it for the look but let's talk about who our winner is hold on sending it right now via paypal tax-free um Hold on. Plung. Along with the other money you owe me. I know. I put it in there. Calm down, <laughs> queen. Wait. How do you know it's you, Adam? It could be me. I've been keeping score. Yeah. In oh. my head. In my head. It might. Maybe it isn't. Yeah. Um. Adam Salandra is the winner. Five to four. Very close this week, Lori. I think Very you're finally well, learning I mean. how this game is played. <laughs> no, I'm still going to answer my opinion. It just says sometimes it matches with your opinion, and I don't see how that should mean that who wins or loses. <laughs> I thought we should start the looks. Actually, we should. You know what? Let's 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 let me let me let me let's do this again here. The whole look section. Not the, not the whole look section. But I need to get the bed of Cover Girl. I'll do that. I'll work on that for next week. <laughs> oh, we're here on the main stage of. Uh, Drag Race recap. Adam Salandra, Av I live and breathe. How are you, girl? Oh, I'm great. Now, Adam, have you ever bought any kind of pop art? Bought it. I make it. <laughs> <laughs> and Lori Roggenkamp. Hey, girl. Hey, are you? Are, would you consider you an art connoisseur? Um, a con. A sore of these cupcakes. <laughs> and our very special guest, uh, Kamala Harris. How your pussy, girl? <laughs> uh, very well, thank you. 
thank you for having me. I what a professional nerdy man. Come I am on. enjoying. I am enjoying this uh, television program, and I love your outfit. All right, very good. You are a man dressed as a woman, and I think that is very. Uh, Becoming of you. All right. On the main stage, Ginger Minge is named the winner of the challenge, while Trinity K. Bonet and Pandora Box are placed in the bottom two. Trinity talks about her ability to keep up with the jokes. Eureka seeks clarification from Pandora about her comments regarding Eureka's portrayal of Divine. Elsewhere, each of the bottom queens uh, pleads their cases to both Ginger and the other girls. Back on the main stage, RuPaul summons this week's lip sync assassin. Heidi in closet. She's about to go face to face in lip sync battle with the winner of this week's challenge, Ginger Minge. The song Sugar Walls by Sheena Easton. After all was said and done, Ginger was named the winner of the lip sync and the right to send one of the girls home. Her choice, Pandora Box. And with that, Pandora Box became the eighth queen to be eliminated from the competition and to join the game within the game. Ladies, any final thoughts on the lip sync? And let's start with our very own Ms. Tina Knowles, Mr. Adam Salandra. <laughs> Oh, um, here's the thing I was going to say at the beginning that now comes in at the end about Trinity acting very like, oh, of course I got it. So I'm not have to worry. Mm-hmm. It's two reasons that that's weird. One is, first of all, a front runner can obviously be voted off. It happened yeah. before. It happened mm-hmm. with Manila. So I don't know what you're so nonchalant about. They might vote you. They should have voted you off because you're the front runner. But number two you're filming a TV show, girl. Can you yeah. try and raise the stakes a little bit and act yeah. like you're scared so that we are a little like, oh, what's going to happen? But she was yeah. like, I'm good. Yeah. Before we go to you, Lori. All right. One quick question for the quiz. Who eliminated Manila on All Stars season four, I believe it was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, shoot. I'm just going to guess Valentina. Nope, you were having your own French vanilla fantasy. It was Naomi Smalls. I knew that it happened, but I don't remember who. Well, that's something. All right, Lori, any final thoughts on the episode? Any notes that you didn't get out? Well, one of the things I will say, and this is to the credit of Ginger Minge, and we were going of why, why she picked Pandora instead of Trinity, which, again, I will say personally, I think Trinity should have gone home. Mm-hmm. But... I think that Ginger hates her friends. Um, no, I think that Ginger, uh, I think Pandora is kind of likable. And I know that Rue likes Pandora mm-hmm. and that she has a kind of like, you know, funny charm to her. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily see that with Trinity. So mm-hmm. I think maybe. Ginger is thinking, well, if I need to pit myself against somebody, mm-hmm. I have charm and personality, and Trinity doesn't really have that. So if it were up against each other, I could I could win against mm-hmm. Trinity. Yeah. And so you I could argue that, that Trinity or um, Ginger and Pandora are the same type of drag queen. Yes. Yeah. They're, I, I would say yes. Uh, overall, yes. If you pitted them against each other, I think – I mean, I think Ginger would come out on top, but, you know, Same. you could play that a hundred times and she, Pandora might win, you know, 20 of those times. Mm-hmm. So it's just on the off chance that, you know, she, she might have a, a banner day mm-hmm. and, you know, RuPaul picks her. But I just, I think that because there's such, just, there's such Trinity and, and Ginger are sh- such different styles, mm-hmm. I think it'll then go to 
RuPaul to pick which style she likes. Yeah. And so it'll just depend on if she prefers Trinity, who sort of not really doesn't really have a lot of charm and personality, but can mm-hmm. read a page and dance her ass off, or um, Ginger, who sort of has charm and personality and, you know, maybe not the best dancer. All right. Have you gotten all your thoughts out, Lloyd Roggenkamp? Yes. Adam Salandra? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 6. So for Lori Roggenkamp, Adam Salandra, and by the way, Adam Salandra, big, giant congratulations for getting married next week. Oh, my God. Thank you. To the man Yay! of your dreams. And, um, I can't wait to do The Bachelor. Yeah, oh, I can't wait. And by the way, one more little quiz before we go. <laughs> Lori, what's the name of Adam Salandra's soon to be husband? Jason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. it was a boy's name. So, Adam, why don't you take us out for this? For Lori who, Rodney. Who is, what's, your, what's your fiance's name? Sean. Wait, can you oh. imagine the next time we talk to you, Salandra? I wasn't even We're going to say your husband. Yeah. Crazy. I'm well, still going to say fiance. Not necessarily because if I see you from your little bridge up on the, at the ceremony, maybe we'll speak before it's official. Sounds good. All right, guys. So, so for uh, Lori Roggenkamp and the soon-to-be married Mr. Adam Salant. Oh, are, you guys, are you guys keeping your names? What's going on with the names? It's going to be Ms. Tina Knowles. Ms. Tina Knowles. <laughs> Tina Knowles. Lawson. <laughs> Yeah. Take it away, Salandra. Sashay away. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Rockenkamp on Instagram at Lori, you liar. That's L-A-U-R-I, the letter U. L-I-A-R. You can follow Adam Salandra on Instagram at Adam Salandra. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnesia Chopinska. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Coco San Pedro. Declan Prosser, Drew Brooks, E. Smith, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Jimmy Kilmasa, Lauren Eckert, Lionel Campbell, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Nutella, Nicholas Alexander Springham, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Sarah Yu, Spiral Queen, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, and Zach Nelson.
Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.